Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. Welcome to Weekly Jump, presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. This is our weekly episode reviewing first impressions of newer anime and manga titles. Let's jump in. Okay, so we are here this week uh, with another special guest who is going to be giving us a really cool tutorial on their new game. Can you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, uh, my name is Austin Smokowitz. I am one half of the design duo that's called Dr. Wits, and our game is Robotech Reconstruction by Strange Machine Games. So... Man, uh, we had we had a chance to play around with some strange machine games uh, over at Anime Central a couple of years ago. God, I feel like it's been forever. COVID times have really, you know, made time uh-huh. go forever. It seems. <laughs> yes, it's very it's it's easily messed with the perception of time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, for people that are wondering, um, how how did y'all get about uh, picking up? picking up this kind of game and what what inspired this uh this this new iteration so what I, the the story that i like to tell is that um so i am i am not with strange machine games i'm a independent like my co-designer and i aaron hansowitz we uh have formed the moniker of dr wits and we've been designing board games since like 2011 and we uh, and in our local area, and in my local area, I live in the Washington. I live in Washington D.C. And uh, up in Baltimore, there was a there's a, a design group that would meet once a month to just like hash out prototypes and just uh, you know just a gathering of of fellow designers to just kind of go over concepts and uh, you know see how it played out and get feedback and whatnot. And while going to one of those. Um, it turns out that the owners of Strange Machine Games also goes to one go went to that group, and you know after after some time, obviously they have their Robotech stuff there and their demo and they're like you know playtesting some Robotech stuff, and so you know from that learn that oh hey they you they have the license to actually make the game to make games in the Robotech universe, which you know is really awesome, and I. Hadn't grown up with Robotech, wasn't really sure what it was, never watched the show before. And so after learning that they they had that, I was like, well, I might as well just check out the show. Obviously, it did something right if it's still very, you know, made in the 80s and still very, you know, and still relevant today. And so I watched the show and A, it was very good, really liked it. And afterwards went back to the owners of Strange Machine Games and was like, you know, I, I see that there's a couple of game ideas here that you could get from this. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. So so I, I rattle off one, and they're like, no, we already have that covered. We have that. And then I said, well, and there's also a game that you can do with the Reconstruction era. And they're like, well, we don't have any games that cover that era right now, so put something together and then we'll we'll start you know we'll start to look at it and now you know here we are three years later and we have a game <laughs> that is live that you can pre-order right now from the strange machine games uh website 
Cool. Um, so before we get started with this, uh, if you are listening yeah. to this in podcast form, um, go and watch the video version of this that we are recording as well. Um, it'll be over on our YouTube channel um, if you if you want to watch the tutorial. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see you uh, we'll see you over there if you're interested in checking that out. Um, so uh, we just saw a quick tutorial of the game. There is so much more to learn, and uh, I am. Definitely super interested in the game after that. Yeah, I really want to um, play it. Yeah, if, if you're in the podcast and you didn't go and watch the video, you should do that because now you're you're gonna want to play it afterwards. Um, so uh, let's let's learn more about the one of the creators. Uh, so, what was uh, your first game influence that got you like into game making? Uh, I just want to say, for those people who do want to play it, and if you have Tabletop Simulator, it, the mod is up on the Steam Workshop. So just search Ooh. for Ro <laughs> yeah, just search search for Robotech. It's it's like the only thing there. So you'll you'll get it right away, and you can uh, take a look at it, look at the rules, mess around with it. Cool. Take a look. That's very cool. Uh, and then uh, your actual question. What was, was yeah <laughs> your first game that influenced you to to move into game design? The first game that I mean, I grew up with, um, I mean, I grew up with Monopoly, and I grew up with games like uh, Bumper Car and Kerplunk, and <laughs> um, you know, never really had the game of life, but had the um, uh, so the, a whole bunch of family games, uh, Stratego and Risk, uh, Axis and Allies, um, nice. early on, um, as we went through high school, we have this, uh, th there's this great little thing where I went to school, went to high school in uh, Saline, Michigan, which is a pretty small town outside of Ann Arbor, which we like to call a suburb of a suburb of a suburb of Detroit. Um, <laughs> but in high school, there was a group of about eight or nine of us who would get together to play games of diplomacy. And, um, and after doing that for a while, we discovered that there were, you know, online tournaments. They would do these annual online tournaments for diplomacy players. And um, because there were so many of us in one area typically when when they did this like you know global call for diplomacy games you would have like whole regions being represented by a group of seven players and there were only like four or five cities that could claim to be in this tournament uh, as like a team and you had like you know new york you had london and you had Celine, Michigan, as one of those groups. It's just us and our friends. We're like, we're doing this. That's amazing. And like, we were, we were, we were kind of, we were mocked for that a little bit. They created a uh, a little. Uh, they created a flag for us that was like eye drops because you know a saline as opposed to Celine, and you know, but. Uh, uh, this is, we, this is we, quality we, pun humor that happened yeah. inside of this world. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, we ended up coming in eighth. So we did pretty well <laughs> as a group. So <laughs> show you. That's so good. So then you're hooked. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was hooked. And like, I've been, you know, on a personal level, like, you know, I remember back in like fifth grade, we created a roll and move game where every kid would just like continue drawing the path. So you had this thing that was like sheets of paper long that you would never actually play, but everyone just would draw out their own little world as to what you were moving across. And, you know, ended up playing a little bit of Pogs, a little bit of Magic the Gathering. So there's just like a whole slew of... <laughs> Man, hearing... I, I just listened to an episode of Stuff You Should Know that is about Pogs. And I was just like, number one, I didn't know that Pog stands for Passion Fruit Orange Guava. Um, that is what it stands for That's because weird. it was from a, a, a milk company that was just like, we're not making any money selling milk. But we can sell this juice, and everybody wants this juice. And then all these kids were just like, you know that there's a game we could play with the caps of these, these like, juice caps? And it turned into, like, that, that was, like, what happened, and it spawned wow. this game. And there was, like, a guy from California who, like, came in, and he saw all these people, like, kids playing it, and he was just like... Oh my god! I need to like take this and uh, and like capitalize on these children playing this game. But anyways, um, stepping away from other people's podcasts, back to our own. So, <laughs> so uh, and then and then um, the act. So then, so then that's just like messing around for fun stuff. There's game design that way, but then. Uh, then it kind of got semi-serious with uh, my co-designer Aaron and I. Uh, we started. We really started um, in what was it like 2013, something like that, where we really started working on board game design because you know, great story. We're at um, we're we're at his bachelor party, and uh-huh. we're we're doing a thing where we're we're outside. We're playing basketball outside and. It's in July and we're in DC and it is, it's like the hottest day of the year, unfortunately. So we get to a point where we're just like, okay, we're not going to play, we're not gonna do this anymore, but we're outside, like what what are we gonna do? And so Aaron and I just start spitballing a game that we could play <laughs> using like rocks that are like around the pavilion that we're at and we're like, okay, and this is how this would work. and. And, you know, we start putting stuff together there. And granted, the game didn't get played there, but we ended up continuing to develop it afterwards. Huh. And we're like, you know what? We actually work really well together as a team, and we should we should keep doing this. <laughs> okay. And this, you, you kind of alluded to how you got into making a licensed Robotech game uh, in the first part. Of, in the rules section of all of this, but <laughs> yes, in yeah. the rules we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> in, in case yeah. people missed it, it was also a pretty brief inter- introduction. I'm kind of curious about how you get from from there to here. Yeah, so uh, been designing for so been designing for a while, and like one of the things that be- because there's a bunch of uh, you know smaller game companies. Uh, what will happen is, which are usually like independently owned and operated. So what they will do is they need proto, they need people to play test their games at least at mm-hmm. a regular clip. And it's always good to have like other designers play your games as well. So uh, in this region, so I live in DC, but there we we called ourselves the Townsend 
the Townsend Group, which is up uh, like northwest of Baltimore, and um, the the, uh, the the owner of oh no, he's going to kill me if I get the name wrong. <laughs> um, Do you need like a moment to right. goog? Yeah, if he, I don't know if you're able to pause or are we live yeah, I can now. Yeah, this out, man. Okay. I can Google. <laughs> I can Google. Hang on a second. <laughs> just need to Goog real quick, Blake. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta Goog, you know. Just gotta get your Goog on. <laughs> that's how. That's how she got her Goog back. <laughs> <laughs> Part two, electric googaloo. Dude, I can't cut any of this out. It's all quality. <laughs> <laughs> you start at the end. <laughs> okay, so the owner of Escape Velocity Game, Escape Velocity Games, has was putting was doing a once a month thing up in uh, up in Townsend. We called we were calling ourselves the Townsend Group, and we always wanted to make T-shirts, but we never got around to making T-shirts before the pandemic hit. So that never happened. Right. But um, but so um, I would go there, and the owners of Strange Machine Games would go there, and um, I learned. And so by going there, I learned that they had the license to make games for Robotech. And I, as a person who does like anime, um, who admittedly hasn't watched a whole lot of anime, but they're like, yeah, we have the license for Robotech. And I'm like, I've never seen Robotech. I should watch Robotech. So I went and I watched Robotech and um, I was like, okay, I came back and I'm like, okay, I got two really good game ideas out of this. And I explained the first one and they're like, no, we already got that. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> They're like, no, they got that. And so that that is the attack on the SDF-1, which basically walks you through just about all of the Macross saga, saga as you go through it, like episode by episode-ish, okay. episode-ish by episode-ish. Very cool. Um, and it's like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, uh, so then, then there's this other one, which takes place in the Reconstruction era. And I started explaining like, ah, you got your four factions and they all want different things. And, and he's like, okay. We don't have anything for the Reconstruction Era. If you think you have something, just put it together and come back to us. And um, that was back in, like, 2018. So this game has been in development for the last three years. Yeah. Uh, now we're fine. And like I said, we're now finally up for pre-sale. You can get it at Strange Machines. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah. But 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 from but for that story though the important idea the important thing though is that it's not like I said it's not like we're like oh hey we think this would be a game it was more like what what does the show give you you know what is the storylines of the show and how can that be turned into a gamatic experience for people and so what this game is really showing off is really that turbulent like it's only nine episodes of the show but it basically takes place over a year and a whole lot of stuff happens over over that uh period of time and so you know and so like that's that's how this game came about you know man that's that's cool i really like to hear the origins of stuff like this especially like creators that are making stuff that is like not creators that you always hear from you know mm -hmm. like tons of people know all of these like 
you know all of these different games that they're going to and a lot of them will know the like you know the the original stuff but not a lot of people think about like the gameplay that's being put into it i don't know i'm i'm just fascinated by it but with all that being said again you can definitely buy this at uh you you know uh go buy your pre-sale of it um if you are going to be anywhere um we will definitely keep up with this um so if you if they're going to be at any cons or anything over the course of the next year or so um and we hear about it we will let you guys know um so uh again thank you so much for showing us this and giving us like so much time to check out this game well thank you for sitting around sitting around to do it and as you can see from the uh if you watch the video, you can see that we did not get through everything there. There's a lot, there is a lot to go over. There's a lot to chew on, but um, if it sounds interesting, the actual turn by turn motions, the turn by turn mechanics of it is actually very fluid. Um, and you have a lot to chew on, you know, you have a lot, it is a strategic game. You have a lot to think about both in this turn, the next turn, what other people are going to be doing. You're playing, you know, you're playing other players as much as you're playing the event deck and the, uh, and, you know, and by your own limitations and actions. So, you know, <laughs> check it out. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it definitely great. check it out. And then uh, I think, I think you said at the end of the video, so say again where to go to get that order. Right. Um, see, I know if there's dead silence, you won't have that. You'll, I know you'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trim it up, man. It'll sound sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to go to Strange Machine Game. You want to go to strangemachinegames.com uh, slash robotech-reconstruction. We'll get you straight to the page. But if you go to strangemachinegames.com, there's a Robotech Games tab that will take you to it. Um, where, you know, it, and maybe it buy both you... of them, and then you can just play the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole show. All right, thanks again. <laughs> Thank you so much. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network. Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. 13? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at B&S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at Reddit.com slash R slash Get Jumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New review episodes come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday. And hey, thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of, 
If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on comic book keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geek Exploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. <laughs>